Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel. That's every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Check out Five Reasons YouTube. That's where you find our Dolphins pre- and post-game shows. Yard prep and the final yard, as well as clutch corner, floors yours, and so much additional content, MMA, soccer. We do everything there. Got more than 13,000 subscribers. So check out Five Reasons YouTube and also check out FiveReasonsports.com. That's F I V E, ReasonSports.com for no paywall content. Our guy Brady Hawk has written 75 stories since the end of last season. Put them on that Tibbs program. Make sure you read them. So at least there's a reason he wrote them. Check them out. Go to fivereasonsports.com. Also, check out our great sponsors. We mentioned this one to you a lot. Maybe you don't own a small or medium business, but maybe you want to get in good with the boss. Talk to them about CPT of South Florida. They've been providing small and medium businesses with the technology they need for decades. They specialize in cloud hosts and phone systems and managed IT. They've got this great promotion going on right now. 25% off cloud phone service, including free phones in the first two months of service free. You just got to mention five reasons, whether you talk to TJ there or anybody else. TJ has been helping South Florida businesses save thousands per month. He can do the same for you with a cloud phone system. You can work from anywhere on any device. So give him a call at 954-966-2766. That's 954-966-2766. CPT-Florida.com. Again, that's CPT-Florida.com. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. I've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. As we speak, we're recording this on a Tuesday night, we are six days away from media day. I can tell you that Alex and I will both be in attendance at the arena. We've got Brady and Greg on the zoom calls. So we have you fully covered, be providing on-site coverage the entire season. And so as we look ahead to this season, we've talked about so many different things here, um, but we're going to be optimistic in this episode. Um, times we brought up some of the concerns about this team depth, etc. cetera. Uh, but we're going to look at best case scenarios here. And we're going to look at, Heat players and their chances at major awards. And we're going to put it in the context of others who may be in the conversation with them. And then at the very end of this, once we get through five categories, each of us is going to pick the one we think has the best opportunity to actually come through. So we're going to try not to give it away too much when we go through the categories. We're going to start here with Bam Adebayo. 
Um, there are a number of different categories that Bam can be competitive in this year. But I think the one that Heat fans would like him to win or at least be considered for in a way he has not been in the past because they keep giving it to the French guy in Utah is defensive player of the year. It's something that Bam has put up there as something he wants to attain, speaks to his unselfishness. And obviously he's a guy who should be considered pretty much every year for his role in the Heat defense. So let's start here. Greg, who to you are sort of the biggest obstacles to BAM in terms of competitors around the league? And what's the biggest obstacle in terms of the way that the Heat are constructed? Uh, well, I think the biggest obstacle is we need to make sure that the Heat uh, marketing department is ready tomorrow to start the campaign and, uh, and start it loud and early. I know, but truthfully... I think the usual suspects will be at the top of the list. Rudy Gobert will be always considered because of the regular season stuff they do and just the way that the metrics always shake out in his favor. Uh, I think Joel Embiid has kind of established himself as a defender, right? Um, there's probably a few other guys that uh, will creep into that conversation um, that maybe haven't been in it before. Uh, but I think he's got a, a damn good shot. I feel like uh, it'll be a, attached to team success. A lot of people are picking the heat to be in that maybe four or five range. If they all of a sudden ascend to two or three for a portion of the season, that's going to help Bam. That's going to get eyeballs on Bam. People are going to talk about him. I think a, a, a early good start would be really good. Um, so the, those are kind of the factors there. But he's he's one of, as we go through these, you talk about a guy who absolutely is in position to be in a, like with realistic striking distance, it's Bam. Ben Simmons was in the conversation last year, Alex. I'm not sure that'll be the case this year, depending on where he's at. Uh, Kawhi Leonard may not play this season. He's someone that's always in the conversation. Giannis is another guy, certainly deserving being in the conversation. When you look at the way that the Heat play defensively, does that help or hurt Bam for this award? Uh, I, I think it definitely helps just because they're, especially last season, and we, we've talked about it before, there's going to be, like we're going to see a lot of the same stuff, but it's probably just going to, not going to be as much of an overhelp defense as it was last season where guys were constantly cheating off the corners just to kind of help out with the subpar point of attack defense. Another consequence of that was Bam switching out to the perimeter too often. Now that they have so many guys kind of holding down their position, they're going to be able to stick to their man, whether it's in a drop or a switch at whatever you know, covers they throw out there, it's going to be solid as hell, right? And I think that's just going to make things easier for Bam because they're going to still throw out a variety of different coverages like they did last season, but Bam is not going to have to cover as many holes. So I just think he's going to stand out even more, right? Where like he's not going to be kind of always covering for somebody else when it comes to, you know, grabbing a defensive rebound. He's going to be more positioned to box out a guy. He's going to be there at the rim more often than he was last season. And when he's not at the rim, he's going to have P.J. Tucker there. When he's guarding a pick and roll, the guard position is going to be guarded by Kyle Lowry. Like, it just makes things easier for him. So I think this is going to be the year where he really gets talked about in, in that conversation because if the Heat are just in that top five defensive rating from start to finish the whole year, I think he's going to get thrown in those conversations early because I think people know how good he is but it's just kind of been up and down. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's right in, the, in that conversation the first month of the season. 
Ethan Spo always preaches how Bam does all the things that don't show up in the stat sheet and how important he is and just to everything they do. And he's the heartbeat of all of it defensively. And, and, and he's gotten almost angry in press conferences when people have talked about that. Do you think that this is actually a circumstance where counting stats and maybe an increased scoring average and increased rebounding average, that kind of stuff will help Bam just because it will further like, uh, magnify his defensive stuff in a different yeah. kind of way. I, I think one of the stupid things about NBA awards has always been particularly on the defensive side. And it's not just the NBA, by the way, years and years and years of Derek Jeter being considered for a gold glove in baseball when he was not a top 10 defensive shortstop because of all the other stuff that came with him, the offense, the leadership, the winning, right? Like, so he would, he would get mentioned and, and won, I believe gold gloves. And you're like, wait a second. He's not a great defensive shortstop. In fact, the guy that they acquired Alex Rodriguez was actually a better defensive shortstop and ended up getting moved to third. Um, and, and I feel like that happens in the NBA. I mean, I feel like for years, uh, may he rest in peace. Kobe Bryant was not worthy of being first team or second team, all defense, but it was because of everything else about him that he was. Um, I think LeBron at times has been overrated on the defensive end in terms of what he contributes on a possession by possession basis, not what he can contribute when he's playing at a peak level in the playoffs when he cares, but throughout the season. So I do think that what happens with other stats uh, and your profile does put you in a position to get a defensive award, even if you're no better defensively than you were the year before. I think that's part of it. I do think that the Heat being a little bit more high profile this year than last, even though they didn't get as many national television games as I expected, will help him. Um, I do think that him being more active offensively with Kyle Lowry pushing him to be so will help him. But I think the single biggest thing that will help him is that Kyle Lowry won't let his guy blow by him. And so I think that's going to allow Bam to play defensively in a different way but to your point, he may Locks end up and rebounds. Fewer, he may more reads, but he may end up with fewer blocks, to be honest, because there may be fewer plays that he's got to clean up at the rim. I'm not sure. So it but also the, the stuff is gonna be funneled to him more often than not. I mean, more often than it was before, because yes. he didn't have to be out there as much as he was before. Yeah, I mean, there may not need to be as much switching, right? Obviously, and to and to pick up. So he is gonna have to play a little bit differently. Um, I think that Greg, you hit on it from the very beginning, okay. If, if, and I don't know if this had anything to do with the contract last year or not, and I don't want to assume that. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, if the Heat push it, it has a better opportunity to succeed. And let's just be honest, they didn't push it till about three weeks were left in the season last year. And they couldn't really decide from a marketing perspective whether to push Bam or Jimmy, which also didn't help. And I think that's, that is one of the things that could hurt Bam is that you have, it helps and it hurts. It helps because when you're making a case for Bam, if the Heat have a top three defense, you say, well, he was the anchor of a top three defense. But then there also will be voters and saying, yeah, but a lot of that is Jimmy and a lot of that is Kyle and a lot of that is Spo. And so if you took Bam out, would you still be good defensively and you start making an argument with yourself? So I think we've argued this one enough, but I'll just say he's going to be in the conversation, but it's up to the Heat to keep him in the conversation in a way that I don't think, frankly, that they did last year. All right, let's get to number two. We mentioned this guy already. Jimmy Butler, I'm going to give you two possible categories for him because these are a little bit different. All NBA, first or second team, which basically means he's one of the top 10 players in the league, but there's a little positional thing that goes on there. And obviously, 
depends. Is he a guard? Is he a forward? Is he competing with LeBron? Is he competing? You know, so it gets a little bit complicated or top five and MVP. So I know I'm allowing for 10 spots on all NBA and top five and MVP. Sometimes a top five candidate MVP is a second team player. So I'm just saying, you know, you're putting him basically in the top 10 players in the league, but a top, but also the potential of him being top five in MVP. So I'll go to you first on this. The chances of him being either of those two things, Alex, uh, first or second team, all NBA or top five in MVP. I kind of like his chances for both. I think this is kind of the wild card when we talk about all these different categories, because this one, obviously you're talking about two different possibilities here. I think he could very easily make all NBA second team. I think a lot of this depends on, and especially when it comes to the MVP conversation as well is how much are the heat winning during this regular season? And I think that's kind of been, uh, you know, that's come, that's come in question on this show in the past, just because we see that, you know, Oladipo, we don't know when he'll be back. We see that this team is kind of older when it comes to most of their best players and most of their rotation guys, other than a couple of guys there. So I think people are assuming that they won't be going too hard during the regular season, but I think it really does hinge on that. They kind of had to be in that conversation of like, wow, you know, the heat are really standing out this year, the Lowry acquisition, this and that. I think that's, they've got to get into that conversation, that national conversation early on. And then that's kind of where where it's going to go for Jimmy from there. Cause I do think like the way that he plays, the way that he impacts the game is already of that level. Now him getting top five in MVP seems a little bit unlikely just cause there's so many good teams. Right. And I think Jimmy, his statistical profile, if the heat are winning, isn't necessarily going to jump off the charts. Right. Like I don't think he's going to be putting up more than 20, 21 a game at most. Right. And even that, it seems a little bit high. So I don't think that would happen, but it's not out of the question if they start off really well. But yeah. All-NBA second team, they could, I think he can definitely get to there. I mean, I, I went and looked at some age 32 seasons, and, I mean, you're talking about great players, right? But, like, Steph Curry has had a historically great age 32 season. Kobe Bryant had a great season at age 32. Even Dwayne was still doing things at age 32. So, you know, Jimmy's going to be Jimmy there. just had his best regular season. And Exactly. So, it's, I think – with Jimmy in the top five in MVP stuff. If he had played more games last year, he may very well have been in the top five in MVP or maybe hovering in that ballpark. He would have been way more in the conversation, I think. Um, but the fact that it was just not even a possibility by the games played, and then obviously as the Heat finished the regular season, it just didn't pan out. But he was playing that type of basketball impact-wise. So I, I think it's totally viable. But again, um, I don't necessarily think as we look through all of these options, it's the most likely. Well, I'll say this. I, I think the Kyle Lowry acquisition affects it, but like we talk about with Bam, it gets affected both ways. I, I think that some of Jimmy's numbers are going to come down. Maybe the assist numbers a little bit now that there's another ball handler there in Lowry. Um, I do think his efficiency could go up because of Kyle getting him the ball in better spots and him being able to play off the ball a little bit more, get to his spots, get down to the, get down to the paint at times to punish uh, smaller defenders that I do think some of those efficiency numbers are going to go up, but I also think they're going to be nights that they just give him the night off. I, I think that there's going to be more of that as the season goes on. And I do think that some of the counting stats will come down. Like I mentioned the assists, Possibly the scoring numbers. I mean, I'm of the belief that Tyler Hero could lead this team in scoring, which we're going to talk about him in a second. So 
I know it's crazy, but I mean, that's oh, the I way. This, the... By the end of the season, we're going to be laughing at that take, I think. I, 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 well, we'll see. I mean, he may he be, might leading, be stealing he, he my may take, leading a different it. team in scoring by the end of the season, but I think there's a possibility he could be leading the Heat in scoring. I just, I, when I, uh, when I look at it, I, I think, again, it's a both ways thing for Jimmy. I think his reputation has gotten to a certain point that second team all NBA is definitely there. When you start talking about MVP, though, and I don't think anybody two years ago was projecting Nikola Jokic as an MVP, but when you're talking about MVP, you are talking about, uh, you know, obviously that guy Durant. Yeah. Uh, They'd have to have the best record in the East, Ethan. That's I, I would it. think if they have right? the best record. He's in the conversation. That's it. Well, That's the only right, way. Because, like, I mean, if you look at a, if Philadelphia ends up getting reshaped with, uh, you know, behind Embiid, you know, Joel Embiid's probably going to be an MVP candidate, provided that he stays healthy. Steph Curry could be an MVP candidate this year if they can get into the top four in the West. <laughs> so there are Tatum. a lot of guys he's competing with, but. Also, there are a lot of guys that are on the same team. LeBron and AD are on the same team. They kind of take away votes from each other. The three guys, I mean, Durant, to me, is the best player by far of the three in, in Brooklyn, but Harden's won MVPs. So, I mean, you know, it, there is going to be uh, competition there. I, I think with Jimmy, it's going to be one of these things again at the end of the year where we're like, people did not give enough credit to what he provided for this team. And I think it probably end up being, you know, third team all NBA and probably just out of the top 10 uh, in MVP voting, but we're going to, we're going to, we got three more of these <laughs> to get to. We're going to do it here right after the break. Before we do though, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. You got to get your CBD from therapist preferred, go to therapistpreferred.com. This is a CBD company founded in 2019 by a physical therapist to maximize performance and recovery for active people. This is hundred percent THC free and third-party lab verified. All the products made in the U.S. with cutting-edge technology from organically grown hemp. The most popular products, CBD sports cream, the strawberry lemonade gummies, the green apple gummies. You get the tincture also. Uh, however you want to do it, they've got so many products there on the website. Make sure that you check it out. Use the code 5REASONS. That's the number five reasons. Five reasons for 25% off your order plus free shipping on all orders. So go to therapistpreferred.com. That's therapistpreferred.com. The number five and reasons all right let's get to this one here i mentioned him so we'll skip this ahead a little bit um tyler hero in some ways he has a clearer path to a particular award than these other two guys have which is sixth man of the year uh this is an award that is typically won by the type of player he is <laughs> and we saw last year in jordan clarkson a guy who at times they've tried to make him into a starter over the course of his career, he's never been especially efficient, um, but he they cleared a path for him last year in Utah, and he just scored a bunch, and he changed a bunch of games because he dominated backup guards, essentially, and he did it a lot with Joe Inglis, who also could have been, uh, you know, certainly in that mix, but the two of them were together. They're kind of the sixth and seventh man. Uh, whatever we have said about Hero, it seems like this offseason he has taken to heart some of the criticism, even if he blows it, blows it off with social media comments or whatever, but in terms of getting his body in the kind of shape that the heat wanted him to get in, putting in that kind of work and all the rest of it. And not only that, but we've talked about this many times. They've defined his role this time. It's not going to be like last year with starting lineup and then yanked out. He's going to be the sixth man. They cleared out Kendrick Nunn. We can argue about the merits of that, but one of the reasons was they wanted to give Tyler a path and starting the season without Victor Oladipo, he is the only proven bench perimeter player. Okay. I mean, we're going to, we'll see what Max Struess is. We'll see Easily. what Gabe Vincent is, 
He's the only proven one. Um, I think he's got a pretty good chance. I saw some of the numbers, Greg, and I was like, man, 25 to one. I mean, I, I think he's yeah. got a shot, right? I, I like this proposition right here. Cause you're right. Like he's in the exact position that a player, like just to be able to go and get buckets and play his game. Uh, if the heat are winning, um, and if he is particularly electric in fourth quarters, there was something about when he was doing that stuff in his rookie year that um, it creates a buzz around the league that transcends just like some of maybe the stuff that you pick apart when when that stuff isn't happening. So I hope he gets back to that. Uh, he looks committed physically, and that's huge. Like to see him. So like th this is the one where I think he has a perfect path to it. Uh, you mentioned Utah and the fact that they have a sixth and a seventh man. They they are compounded by the fact that now they have an eighth man in Hassan Whiteside that's going to have to be dealt with there off the bench. So that's going to be difficult for Tyler uh, to get in the mix. But with, I think that he absolutely dealt with by who. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Like Sorry, I had to keep I had I, to keep it going there. Um, I, I I mean I'm just letting you roll on some of this stuff, but I was just wondering if that was deadpan or not. That's okay. Uh, I'm with you. Sorry. Uh, now that this has been derailed, Alex, go. Look, Tyler Hero absolutely fits that mold, and like I wouldn't be surprised if he gets in that conversation. I'm just not as like sure that he's gonna it's gonna happen this year. Now look, I. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the videos. Tyler, he he's looking bigger, man. And he talked about it at the at the camp appearance that he that he had a couple months ago in the summer. I went to that and he was talking about how he already added like five pounds of muscle. And now somebody else said, I forgot who it was. I feel bad that I can't credit them right now, that he had added uh upwards of 10 pounds already since the end of the summer. So yeah, Tyler getting bigger and all that, that's great. I love it. That's what we wanted, him getting stronger so he doesn't get beat off his spot on defense as much. You know, he can get a little to the to the rim a little bit easier, uh, play through contact a little bit more than we've seen him. So I'm expecting a big year for Tyler. But for him to do that, to win six man of the year, would have to be the scenario that Ethan's talking about, where he's damn near leading the team in scoring or just kind of hovering right there. But Goran Dragic was two years ago, and Goran didn't finish in the top when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply three we thought he should have he finished sixth okay but Goran was like to, to be fair to Tyler who I'm still pretty high on Goran was just so much further like in his career I, I, I agreed but, he, but here's he the thing about proven. here's the thing about six man and why it fits Tyler so well and why I do think there's an opportunity the six man of the year award does not care about your weaknesses it just doesn't it's it's never been about that okay it's about can the you win loss record this, this one thing no it's one thing can you come off the bench and score? That's it. If, if you look historically, the six man of the year award, there are a few exceptions. I, Iguodala might've won it once, right? I think, or something like that. I mean, he called this book, the six man. It's usually the top scores. You're right. It is usually the top score. It is usually a guy who just goes off, gets you buckets. He could shoot 42%, 42. What did Clarkson shoot last year? Probably 42%. You, you, Lou Williams, historically. Okay. Lou Williams to me embodies Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams. That is the type of player that wins the six man of the year award. Generally, 
And what has been one of the Tyler hero comps, Lou Williams. Okay. I, I just feel like it, they're taking stuff off his plate. He's going to come off the bench. There's going to be like, I think Greg hit on this too. There's going to be a buzz of energy when he comes in the game, especially if they get off to a slow start. Okay. And they're playing a defensive. Yeah. Well, let's say they're playing a defensive slog. Okay. Or something like that. And Tyler is introduced and takes off the warmup and the fans get into it because they know this guy's going to come off looking to score. And also, and they joked about it with Duncan Robinson had Struess on his pod and they were taught and Duncan was talking about the Struess was saying, well, I knew you were going to get two fouls early in the game, but the reality is, Duncan's going to get two fouls in a lot of games and it's probably not going to be Struess that comes off for him first. It's probably going to be Tyler. Max will yeah. come off after. And so it's just, it's great. Can I ask he, you a question? He's in the this? perfect spot. Well, yes. I agree that he does fit the mold. How much does he have to score per game more or less? 18. Conversation? 18. Okay. And the other question, how much do the Heat have to win in the regular season for him to really like, for him to win plus. the award? 50 plus. Okay. So if he's, they, if they he's scoring 18 and winning, if he's scoring 18 and winning 50, what did, what did Clarkson average 17 or 18? And they, they won the equivalent of more than 50 games because yeah. it was really one shot 43%, by the way. So you're spot on. Yeah. I, I mean, I know what these guys shoot. That's what, that's what they come off and shoot 42, 43%. It's, it's not about efficiency. It, it's about volume. It's about, it's about changing the, well, course of the game. They're shooting more. That's the other thing, by the way, with Clarkson, if you want to talk about Clarkson as like the model, since he was such a recent winner, he gets up a lot of threes. He just got up. I'm looking at his basketball reference right now. He's yeah. putting up Duncan Robinson volume on from three. He took almost right. nine threes a game. Last Hero's going to have that green light. Right. He will. Well, right. that's the thing. We haven't seen that. So I think that's kind of a huge factor. You're going to see that. You're going to see that. A that, lot more threes than everything else. I think that's a question for sure. He's coming off the bench and being told to score. Like I, they're, they're taking their, and, and this is the other thing. A little more inside, I think, than Clarkson does. But Clarkson's just free, happy to shoot from three the whole game. Here's the other part of it. And I will move on to the fourth one here. But the other part of this is too, it benefits the heat for him to excel, not just for them, but as a potential chip, they are going to, they are going to free him up. Okay. And I, I, I don't know. I think if, if he's, if you don't think he's part of your future, it's a lot easier to trade a six man of the year. Okay. Who's 20 going to be 22 years old. Okay. If you, if that piece like a Beal or a Lillard, you know, becomes available and you want to make a run. Uh, I, I just, I think he's in the perfect position. I just think he's in the perfect position now that he's survived the off season. All right, let's get to number four. Um, I saw, I don't know who posted this, but some, some major outlet projected Eric Spolster to be coach of the year. Um, and I almost don't, might've been, I don't even want to acknowledge it because we know he never gets considered. Uh, he was second once. I think he didn't want the award. I think George Carl got it that year and George Carl was fired. And of course, Spohn knew all the stats that everybody who gets the award gets fired the next season. Um, I find it hard for him to win this. And, and, and here's why, because I, I just think their expectations are not low enough, but I also think their upside is not high enough. And so to me, it has to be one or the other. It's either got to be like Alvin Gentry last year, like very low expectations, whatever, totally exceed them. You win, or you have a team that can win 65 games and you just look like such a machine that they have to give it to you. I don't feel that this team is either of those things. People know they're going to be good, 
So I don't think Spo's going to get the benefit of the doubt for being the guy who made them good, even if he's got undrafted free agents still in Struess and Duncan Robinson all over the roster, right? Uh, but I also don't think they're a team that's going to try to win 60 games in the regular season or is even going to be capable of it. So I find this to be a hard award. I think he should always be in the conversation. Like Greg Popovich should have always been in the conversation. Like frankly, Pat Riley should have always been in the conversation and never won it. Uh, I, I, I think it's a hard award for him to win Alex. Yeah. I'm pretty much in the same place as you. I just think like as much as, you know, we can all think that he's a top three coach or whatever. And I, and I am of that same mind. I just think uh, like you said, I, I don't, picture this team getting to 60 wins I think they have to be that type of team where they're like constantly at the top of the chart standing wise and maybe they do that right because like I said the Lowry thing is a perfect fit I really do think even though there's still some concerns in the roster I, I really do think they did a great job plugging the holes that they, that we talked about going into the season in a pretty dramatic way uh, like I said even if there are still some roster concerns so I, I do think like a lot of the stuff that was really ailing them just with the stuff that they did this summer is not going to be there not nearly to the same degree that it has been the past couple of seasons, whether you want to talk about point of attack defense, the defense at the four, you know, having another creator, like all these things that we've talked about in other shows. So I do think there's going to be a good amount of wins added to the, the team that they've been the past couple of seasons, obviously, you know, with a good amount of health. So maybe there's a world where they get to like 57, 58 wins. They're right there with the bucks and nets who may not be, uh, you know, too far ahead of you. Like, if they're right with those teams, I think that's the way where Spoke can really get into the conversation. I think we're all kind of anticipating that they're not going too hard for that top seeding. See, like, it's complete BS that he's never won this award, so let's acknowledge that complete nonsense by the league because there's been years where he should have won it. But I think the only way he gets this is if they finish with the one seed. Like if somehow Brooklyn and Milwaukee stumble through the regular season and the Heat luck themselves, even if it's only like a 56 win team, but they get the one seed in the East. I think like that's the path where Jimmy gets in conversations for MVPs and Spo gets in coach of the year conversations. Otherwise, the if they're not front and center in the one seed in the conference where like nobody thought that that's what the Heat was going to do. Everyone thinks the Heat's going to be good, but not one seed good. So even even if like the East, like, let's just say they fall back to the pack a bit. They only need 57 wins or 56 to get a one seed. That's the path. Otherwise, Spo has no chance for coach of the year. And that just ultimately sucks. Well, I think, look, I think the 2020 seed, well, the season they got to the finals, you know, he should have been more considered. But the problem was that year that, A, they kind of fell apart a little bit before the COVID break. So they came back to the pack quite a bit. Because that team was exceeding expectations in a way that Spo was getting talked about as a coach of the year candidate. But then they came back to the back. And then in the bubble, everything happened so quickly. And then, of course, the bubble playoffs didn't count, right? So you're only counting the three and five record in the bubble itself. So he, he never really had a chance. And, and again, he doesn't, he's always claimed he doesn't want the award. I, it's funny because Riley always claimed he didn't want it. But, but he was angry that one year, uh, Pat was angry that one year that he, it, this is in the book Showtime, if you've ever read it, which you should, um, that Jeff Perlman wrote uh, about the Lakers, about how angry Pat was that he didn't get coach of the year at the, at the end it, it, with the Lakers. Uh, also, I want to recommend something. There's a book coming out by Chris Herring that I think is actually going to publish the next month, which is about the Knicks in the late 90s. Uh, there's going to be so a lot of, good. there's going to be a lot of Riley in that. Um, so obviously, so I would definitely check that. We'll probably do a couple shows on it. Uh, here, but I, I just I, I don't think Spo is ever going to be positioned because it's always going to be assumed that he's given a good roster, even if he helped develop a lot of those guys. 
And, and yet, you know, they have to run away from anybody. And the one year they ran away from everybody, which was 2012, 2013, they had the best player in the world playing at the peak of his powers. And so they would, <laughs> Spo was never going to get an award for that. Um, even though, you know, he had a lot to do with putting LeBron in that position to succeed like he never succeeded before. So I, honestly, I, I'm kind of throwing this one out because uh, I don't think he's got any chance. But we're going we're gonna to come back. We've got one more here, and then we're going to uh, wrap and tell you sort of what we would do. First, we want to tell you, or which one we think has the best chance. Uh, we'll tell you about prizepicks.com. Go use the code 5, F-I-V-E. We keep giving you more codes. This is the simplest one. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the code 5 to play the NFL this weekend. You can play Thursday night football. You can play Sunday night football. You can play Monday night football. You can play college football on Saturday. You can pair players from different sports. You can go all in with power play. You can go halfway in with flex play. Just deposit 20 bucks and give it a shot. We've, we've converted a lot of people to prize picks. So use prizepicks.com. This is the official daily fantasy partner of the five reasons sports network. I'm a little bit addicted to it. I don't know if I should use that word, but it's a lot of fun. I know Greg is too. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code five uh, and give it a shot. And of course we're going to be doing prize pick shows once the NBA season starts off. All right, let's get to number five. And this is a little bit of a broader category. Any, I'm going to make this a little tighter because we originally said top 10, but then when you guys threw out a couple of these before we got on, I said, eh, there's a good chance to top five with a couple of these. The chance of any heat player finishing in the top five in a major category by major category. I mean, rebound average, assist average, steals, average blocks, average, uh, maybe field goal percentage. Uh, <laughs> maybe I, I don't know about free throw percentage. Three point uh, percentage. Was that? Perhaps three-point percentage? Three-point percentage. Three-point three makes, okay? I think that's another one. Um, these would be sort of your major statistical, not analytics, but your major statistical categories, okay? So Is let's- Multiple points uh, factored into this? I think Leif has the, the, the database culture on that. Points? I, I'm yeah. Dwayne culture points? Yeah. Net culture rating? Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Dwayne we need the stats. Culture rating. Ready. Uh, so let, let's go. Let, let's throw out a few that may be possibilities. I'll, I'll throw out one first. Duncan Robinson finishing in the top five in field goal makes. Is three it, point wait. field goal makes, I assume you mean? Yes. Three point field goal makes. That's happening. That's done. I mean, there's a lot of guys. You talk about there are guys who take nine threes a game that you don't even think about. You just mentioned Jordan Clarkson earlier, right? Steph Curry certainly is going to be in Steph that. Steph and Luca will be up there, right? I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking off the top. James of my Harden, head. if he's healthy. Yeah. Harden. Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. Yep. I, I, I don't like him to to win the stat category if that's what we're trying to get at ultimately, just because the volume that some. I mean, Steph is getting that. Come on now, three point makes. Three point makes. Can, I mean, can you. Duncan I average five? I mean, five is too many. Can he average four three point makes per game? It's a lot. He needs to. He's being paid like he should. <laughs> right. Okay. Let me throw this one at you as we keep going. Is there a better chance of that than Jimmy Butler finishing top five in steals per game? That's the one. That's the one for me right there. The Duncan yeah. stuff is good because I think he could definitely get there when it comes to, you know, if you want to filter the three-point percentage to, like, guys in high volume, however you, you want to do that or three-point makes, I think he could get there for sure. But Jimmy with steals per game is the easy one for me. I think that's pretty damn likely for him to end up in top five. He's always up oh, yeah. there. If he gets a certain amount of games, like if he plays around 70 games a season, and the heater, you know, winning, they're not falling and, and kind of hanging around the play in or anything like that. If they're, you know, just kind of stable in the middle of the East, I think he could, you know, 
be there because he's just such a huge part of their defense. And if he's if everything is going right, that means he's grabbing a lot of steals because he was already doing that, even with the bad point attack defense. Now you got somebody holding down the point guard on that end. It's just going to make things easier for him. So I don't know. I, I think that's the easy bet when it comes to this one. Bam, is there any chance Bam finishes top five in rebounds? No, right? No, it's not happening. But I, uh, I do know the one that the the most likely winner of a stat category for anyone, and this is a super culture. I'm Dwayne leaning Deadman into the culture hard here. Is Kyle Lowry charges drawn? Mm -hmm. He will lead the league in charges drawn. You heard it here first on <laughs> five on the floor. Is Dwayne is Dwayne Debbie getting enough attempts to lead the league in field goal percentage? He could. I mean, he might shoot 70%, right? Has Kyle ever done 50, 40, 90? Uh no. No, Kyle hasn't come close to the 50 part. Yeah, I don't know about that. But he he's he's, he's hit the 40 part. He's hit the I believe he's hit the 90 part. See how he's much I've talked myself into Kyle Lowry. I'm thinking he's a 50, 40, 90 guy now. No, he's not. Uh, he he's a 40, be. he's a 44, 40, 40, 44, 38 guy. I have I one more. Yes that we didn't talk about for this category, uh, free throw attempts per game. Like I know Ooh, I Jimmy? Like that. Jimmy all day. They're not going to be able to post Jimmy. They can't double them. That's a fair point. That that's, that's point. I think he's top five. I would agree with that. I, I think in that one, he may not going to beat Harden, but I, I think, or Luca probably, but I, I think he could get to top five. Uh, in that one for sure. Um, the, the other one that I was, uh, well, the one they're not going to have anybody top five in assists per game, because I, I do think they're going to split the assists between three or four different. You're going to have guys. like three dudes averaging five or six assists. Do they even have anybody in the top 20 in scoring? I would say no. If anybody, it's going to be bam out of bio. See, I think if I still think it might be sense. Jimmy. I mean, I Jimmy is the easy it's, bet, but I feel like if someone's going to take the leap, it's Bam, right? Like that's what you hope for, right? Twenty-one <laughs> a game. Does that get him in the in up in the top twenty? Well, we'll have to we'll have to look and see what it was last year. I think he was thinking in the Tyler thing. <laughs> what? If Tyler is averaging that much. That's incredible. Like I hope I'm wrong. I hope. Let me tell you, if they have the guts to trade him, if he's averaging twenty-one a game off the bench, then boy, Riley will will truly be. The I don't think anybody on the team. I don't think anybody on the team averages twenty. That's I don't. That's a bold I, statement. I don't think anybody on the team averages twenty. I think. I think, I think they're they're going to play at a pace that is not going to uh, facilitate that first thing. I th and, and second, I do think the scoring is going to be spread between basically four or five guys. Okay, Duncan being one of them. I think Duncan's going to get up over fifteen this year. You look. I think Tyler's in somewhere. I'm joking, but well, you're gonna get some, Depot back, and he's somewhere in the teens. A certain amount. Oladipo. I think Lowry may be sort of low to mid teens, and I, I don't. I just. I don't. I think they could have five guys score in the teens. I, I don't necessarily think that any of them are gonna. I think it's guaranteed. 20. I think that's pretty much guaranteed that they're, Tyler and Duncan are gonna be there. Like they're gonna be in at teens, above sure. thirteen or fourteen. And Kyle too. Game. Right. So yes. I so I don't necessarily think. All right, before we go and make our decisions here, and I want to tell you about Manscaped before I do that, before we, we make our decisions here, is there any other player that could slip in there in terms of, of, of being top five in anything? Well, uh, the, Riley and Andy for executive of the year. They won't get it. They got Lowry and Depot Gar and kept Gar Duncan Foreman's and Hero. Don't forget it, Heat fans. Gar Foreman is going to win it from his couch. Right? Oh, no, not again. <laughs> not again. Gar Foreman winning it. Is he oh, making? No, no, he's not making the decision. They got a new guy there now. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. While golf, Gar Foreman is on his couch. 
make sure he's properly groomed. Send him manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use the code five RSN. That's code five RSN. Again, not only the razors, but you can also get the cologne and everything else there. This is where you go. Make yourself look nice. Okay. Go to manscaped.com. Five RSN is the code 20% off. Again, it's not just the razors. They've got the cologne. They've got deodorant. They've got everything there. So go to manscaped.com. Use code five RSN. I am legally obligated to say this, whether or not I'm talking about Gar Foreman, your balls and your body. Well, thank you. Um, let's get to it now. Who are we choosing? So here's the categories we came well, up one with. One more and- thing. One quick yeah. thing. We talked about that last category. I, Leif has a, you know, he's he's the one who who has the stats for this. So I just had to check with him. Is UD still at the top of the the culture rating? Yes, currently he's still leading the league in all active players. Okay, I just wanted to, you know, put that there. Pace adjusted. Pace adjusted. <laughs> okay, of course. Well, I mean, three minutes. I mean, that was culture off the charts. So there's no question about that. Hell I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, I mean, UD is going to lead the league in field goal percentage. He did last year. They need to play him. I, well, we, we're going to start that, that campaign too. As we've said before, there are others in the organization who agree with that as well. We'll see if they're listening to this time. UD? Right, let's, well, not just UD. There are others who think that Spo should be playing him, at least at the end of quarters or blowout, something. Just, you know, use his minutes. Uh, here we go. This is, this is the categories we debated here. Bam, defensive player of the year. Jimmy, top five in MVP or first or second team all NBA. Hero, six man. Spoke coach of the year. Anybody else in the top five? in a major category, okay? I'm clocking everybody. I'm going to give you guys uh, 30 seconds, okay? Greg, give me who you like. I like Tyler Hero for sixth man of the year because that is the best case scenario for this Miami Heat team. Wow, you really got me with that. I was not expecting that. And I was thinking about the ranking, if I had to rank him, and I know that's not what we're doing at all, so pardon me for that, but Tyler will be last. That The Tyler winning sixth man of the year will be my, my least really? likely. I think yeah. Spo is more likely to win coach of the year before Tyler wins. Wow. You've mentally moved on from hero. Haven't no, you? I think wow. he can Let's average acknowledge 17, this. He can average 17 points a game, but they would have to win so much that I think them winning so many games is more conductive to Spo winning coach of the year than Tyler getting the six man award. Just because I feel like he doesn't have that profile. Maybe I'm wrong, but my number one here, I've been going back and forth as we've been doing this. It's I've been going back and forth between Bam defensive player of the year and the stat category thing where I think I just think Jimmy with steals per game is such an easy bet that I might just have to go with that one. I think I was thinking the whole time that I was going to do Depoy, Bam Depoy, just because I think they're going to be such a damn good defense the whole year. And I think Bam is going to really be in that conversation for most of the season. But now the more we've done this, I feel better that Jimmy is going to be in one of those, you know, top five in steals per game. And, and if not Jimmy, Duncan Robinson, like we said, you know, uh, with three-point stuff, you know, Jimmy with the free throws, UD with the culture rating, this just feels so much more guaranteed. I'm torn on this one. I I do think the most likely is probably Jimmy being top five in steals of all these things we're talking about. And so I am inclined to go with Jimmy being first or second team all NBA. So that is where I'm going to go. I think he, he probably sneaks into second team all NBA. Uh, with, with that said, my next one would be Tyler hero as six man of the year. I, I, I just think it's, I think it's set up for him and I think they want it to happen. And, and I'll say, this, I? I, I know you do. I, and I just, I don't think bam 
is is gonna get the respect for it. I just think that these voters are so trained to to for a particular type of defensive player, whether it's an it's gonna be Draymond again, shot right? blocking big. It's one or the other, okay? And we're gonna seek them out and destroy I, them. Well, I I just think that's the way it is, and I I think Spo has no chance of coach of the year, and it's not a reflection on him. I just I just don't I just don't see that one happening. All right, if you agree, if you disagree, let us know. Therapist preferred code five reasons. That's number five. Manscape.com. The code is five RSN. Prizepicks.com. The code is five F I V E. Right. I already got three of them right there. CPT Florida. There's no code. Just tell TJ we sent you. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.